Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. This week, my guest is Ton Wessling, good friend from Holland. Uh, he had me speaking at his company. I had the distinction of presenting in a castle. That was the first keynote in a castle. That even rhymes. Ton is the founder of Online Dialogue, the leading conversion rate optimization agency in Holland, the co-founder, and also the founder of a spin-out out of that called Testing.Agency. Welcome, Ton. Hi, Tim. Thank you very much for having me on this awesome show, which you've been running for six or seven years already. Yeah, yeah. It actually turns out that, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. So you are my final guest. Uh, I think we've had 160 shows uh, to date, and I'm glad that we got you in. Save the best for last. Thank you very much. It's an impressive amount of awesome content, and I'm, uh, I'm honored to be able to, to add a little value to it. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about both Online Dialogue and Testing.Agency, the company that you head up. Uh, founded Online Dialogue way back in 2009 in the Netherlands with Bart Schutz, which you had on your show before. Uh, it's a consultancy agency uh, optimizing websites, optimizing businesses, combining data and psychology. And two and a half years ago, we had a spin-out now called Testing.Agency. Uh, we were short of front-end development resources in getting things done and making sure our advice was even taking life or tested. So we created this new company that's more like a SaaS tool of front-end development resources, like real people, but sold as a SaaS service. Okay, so let me, let me kind of just clarify. So a lot of people are uh, one of the key activities in conversion rate optimization is, of course, testing, split testing and multivariate testing. But as you say, there aren't enough arms and legs to get the job done. So you're essentially kind of a, allowing people to outsource and get capacity to run whatever test they need. Yes, that's fully true. That's what testing that AC does. Do you work across different testing platforms or do you only support certain ones? How does it work? Uh, with Tech Agnostic, so we can work with any tool out there uh, from Optimizely, VWO, Adobe Target, Convert, uh, whatever you will use for split testing, A-B testing. Uh, but we also have our own solution. Uh, it's based on content on uh, tech management solutions uh, where we just inject our script libraries. Uh, and that's something you can use too for testing. Okay, so just throw that proverbial one line of JavaScript on the page, and then you, you have your testing tool. Yep, there you go. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, so as I mentioned, you know, one of the reasons people would come to you is that they have capacity limitations. You know, How long does it take for you to get an employee you know, kind of up to speed on testing? Uh, what would you say the learning curve is, and what kind of backgrounds of people are appropriate to have implementing your tests? Yeah, interesting question. Of course, a conversion optimization team exists out of several different people. But if you focus on uh, design development, that specific part of optimization, it's a pretty steep learning curve. Uh, I think if you are getting some good education, some good training, you can be there in three months already. But the difficult part is in, in the other people, in the web analytics people, the research people, and uh, people with a psychological background. 
uh, studying data and getting insights out of data, whoa, that's something that, that takes miles and miles. Uh, you need to practice and learn and, and redo and learn that that takes at least two years to be able to act as a media. Okay, so that's a good distinction. So on the one hand, there's the implementation of split test, the mechanics of it, learning the tools, making sure that you have the right tracking analytics, data is flowing, you know, you're making decisions based on the right statistics and so on, right? So, so that's kind of the plumbing, if you will, of conversion rate optimization. But as you say, diagnosing problems, understanding uh, where to test, what to test, doing user research and all of the things associated with coming up with a test plan. As you say, that's a much steeper learning curve, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, of course, something people will always run into if they start optimizing their own website, if they start testing. It's really easy to come up with any A-B test, especially with the tools nowadays. They just give you a drag-and-drop interface. They give you analytics inside the A-B test tool. You just create your variation, press live, and, and then you stop it at some point, and there will be a result. Okay, well, I want to talk about kind of testing a little bit um, from from different perspectives. So one thing is um, that still seems to be kind of an education gap is that people don't collect enough data in many tests. Uh, have you run into that issue where clients, you know, want quick results, but they're essentially doing stuff that's not much better than a statistical coin flip um, and calling it the test complete at that point? Is that still a big issue? That's still a really big issue. It's still the biggest issue that's potentially killing our industry. When I enter new clients, nowadays, most of them already have done some testing with some other agencies or just in-house. And at least half of the experiments they show me are statistical, completely rubbish. It's what you said, just a coin flip. I see people running tests on like 20 conversions and this B variation had 25 conversions. So, oh my, that's, <laughs> that's like a 25% uplift. We're making money here. The, the moment they call us is the moment where they have tried to implement some stuff that's supposed to be winners and it doesn't raise revenue or conversions or sales or leads or whatsoever. So then, then something's wrong and then, then they call us. Okay, so they usually call you once they get into trouble and where, where they've taken these shortcuts and the results were really a mirage and they weren't real. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good cautionary tale. So, yeah, there's a, you know, as I talk about in my landing page optimization book, there are two separate things you can say at the conclusion of a test. We found an observed improvement of X percent and we're Y percent certain that we found something better than the original. What a lot of companies do is they kind of combine those into one. They say, well, we've seen a 14% improvement and we're 98% sure of that. Well, that's actually not true, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's the whole problem with statistics. It's also the reason why we all shifted now to Bayesian statistics because all the significant values, the P values, the Z values, whatever value, it's all really hard to get if you're not born and raised as a statistician. Uh, the fun thing about Bayesian statistics, it only tells you about the chance of a better variation. So we, mm -hmm. we don't even communicate the uplift anymore. We just say, okay, we have this B variation. It has an 80% chance to outperform the original. And that's and that's that's a very important distinction. I want to focus on that for a second in the last couple of minutes we have here until the break. That marketing is an applied business function. In other words, our goal is to make money. It's not some academic exercise where you can let your experiment run 10 times as long just to say how much better 
you know, this version is than this other version. That's academic. As soon as you know something is better, you should be putting that money in the bank and moving on to your next experiment. And that's basically what you're saying, right? Yes, there you go. We're in the business of making money. And of course, in the long term, if we know what's a learning and have retested it and know it's a real learning, then we can use this knowledge to come up with better variations that have a higher chance of outperforming the original one. But in the end, it's all about making money and, and taking all these little steps to grow bigger and sometimes take a big step. But it's not about being fully right. Yeah, and it's not about being necessarily as much as we'd like to justify to the boss of how much money exactly we made them on that test. That's often uh, very difficult to do. Yeah, the, the thing I really hate nowadays is that I've seen so many people presenting just one single case. We've created this A-B test. It was a big win. They're not going to present the 10 losers they did before, so they're probably going to present a false positive even. But they're focusing on this one big test, so they make the whole company believe that all this experimenting and split testing and A-B testing is all about this specific one A-B test that's a big winner. And that's so wrong and, and so killing your, your conversion program in the long term in a, in a company. Yeah, we'll come back and talk about that. But after our break, we'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Time now to hear some more LPO, landing page optimization. Here's Tim Ash. 
And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization, speaking today with my friend, Ton Wessling, the founder of Online Dialogue and Testing.Agency. Ton, before the break, we talked about kind of this danger of presenting a winning test result to your executive team. So as I see it, basically what you say is like, hey, we've we've seen this huge improvement, and if we pencil that out, that means we should be making $2 million more a year in our online programs. And when that top line money doesn't show up, when that real impact on the business isn't seen, everybody starts getting very skeptical of conversion rate optimization. Is that the danger that you're seeing? Yeah, that's a big danger. The thing you should present is more like, okay, last six months, our conversion program has run 120 experiments. We had a winning ratio with at least an 80% chance of winning of like 25%. Uh, we get a, a couple of learnings. Uh, we implemented three redesigns based on those learnings, and we implemented uh, 17 winners. So at this moment, the program is making money. And you can even project how much money it's making, but don't go into the one-by-one one case presenting. It's, more, it's, it's a program. It's company DNA. It's costing money. It's making money. Grow up to a, to a bigger scale. So what I hear you saying is kind of be conservative and set expectations low and don't oversell the financial results of single tests because, again, if that money doesn't materialize in the business, all of a sudden people are not going to trust your numbers at all, and that's what's going to kill the program. Yeah, there you go. And even if you if you have this one big case and you're going to the IT department and you ask them, please, guys, implement this winning variation because it could make us $2 million. But then it's just one little small implementation. Uh, they have to decide between some new big campaigns, uh, some large functionality upgrades on the content management system, or your one test. It's just one test. So if you combine all this stuff and tell them, okay, based on all our learnings, we need to redesign some stuff and do some large implementations on a web platform, then the IT guys will also be like, okay, that's more like our business. That's like lots of hours. That's the stuff we do. Okay, so what you're saying is in a way that rolling successful live tests is not the kind of interrupt-driven stuff that IT is used to. They're more comfortable working on project-based stuff. So if you say, like you say, we've seen certain tendencies and certain kinds of best practices seem to be performing in our tests, so let's redesign the whole user experience. And so we, the conversion rate optimization team, are going to be very involved in the redesign, but that's just the normal project for IT, right? Yeah, and that's the way William Edwards Deming, the old statistician that's created the quality circle, like plan, do, check, and act, created this whole way of working. Take all these small steps to learn a lot and then take the bigger step, which is more, it's more educated guess instead of just a guess. And when you're on this new level, after this big change, you can start optimizing again, learning, 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 and then you take the bigger step again. Yeah, you know, I'm very glad to hear you say that because in our industry, one of the other things that I absolutely hate is that the whole notion of conversion rate optimization or growth hacking your business has been reduced to tactical testing. And there are even people in our industry that are, of course, probably run testing agencies and their mantra is, you know, you should you should test that and uh, you should never redesign your site. I mean, just this really crazy stuff coming out of people's mouths. So I'm very kind of encouraged to hear you as the head of a testing agency talking about the need for redesigns and more fundamental kind of resetting of 
the user experience as a result of the testing. Yeah, in my opinion, testing, experimenting is the best way of learning from user behavior. Way better than usability studies or, or whatever kind of study you're doing besides experimenting. But then you use those learnings to come up with a better design. That's right. And that design might be an end-to-end change. It's not going to be just tactical stuff or what I call green button, orange button kind of testing, which there's a lot of as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you're still in the the button color and button copy testing, yes, it can bring you money, but but please automate it. You can write a bandit script that just changed your colors of your button based on user segments. You're not going to learn anything from it. Uh, So if you are big enough like Spotify or Booking or Microsoft, then you can automate this stuff and do your button copy uh, color testing. But that's the way you should do testing on your own website if you're not like Microsoft. Okay, well, well, so let's talk about that. Of you know, just there's some myths about testing, and I just want to talk about one or two. You know, one of them is that you know testing is going to get you to the perfect website, and in reality, what we see is that there's usually, like you say, unless you have huge data rates, there are only a few pages that you even have enough traffic to test on and those pages are you know relatively simple and high value but if you improve them then you're going to run out of good ideas very quickly and the pages will get better so it'll be harder and harder to beat your current version your best version to date so in a way you kind of run into a, a wall with testing the same page over and over and it starts doing diminishing results right yeah true true from my perspective, we created the ROAR model at Online Dialog, which is standing for risk, optimization, automation, rethink. These are four phases of optimization. And in this model, we'll say if you're below 1,000 conversions per month, don't do any experimenting or A-B testing at all. Absolutely, if, yeah. It, my, it, my, it, our rough kind of guideline is you know, 10 conversion actions a day, you know, bare minimum for even you know, basic A-B split testing, which would be you know, 300 a month. But that's real low. Don't ever go below that. So yeah, I agree. Something in that range of you know, several hundred a month. And you're going to probably have to collect data for several weeks, even if you do do that. Right? Yeah, and, and that doesn't make sense. And, and even if you're not above 10,000 conversions per month, uh, you, you can do split testing and experiments on, on like 5,000 conversions per month. But if you want to have this like fully upscaled conversion program running in your company, uh, you need those 10,000 conversions per month because your conversion team will need a designer, developer, copywriter, analyst, uh, project lead, uh, who else am I forgetting? Lots of people. And if they improve like your conversions with 20%, they will bring you 2,000 new conversions per month. I'm not sure about your margins, but that's okay to pay that team, but you're still not making money because the team is costing you money. Yeah, so, so exactly right. So this is another kind of uh, thing that people don't like to talk about, whether, you know, if you hire a testing agency, you know your money's going out the door. But even with your internal teams, you're, you know, you're paying salaries and there's the opportunity cost of not doing something else to improve your online marketing. So as you say, there has to be a certain program scale where the potential financial wins justify having this team of people deployed and running tests on an ongoing basis. And I think that this notion of you know small businesses can test or even mid-sized businesses can test is very deceiving. Of course, the enterprise guys can test, but you can't say, uh, I don't, uh, there's a lot of testing tool vendors, for example, that say, oh yeah, you're a small business, you should be testing. I think that's a big lie. 
Yeah, full, fully agree. If you're a small business and you're not above those 10,000 conversions per month, so you cannot run a conversion program, then you probably are going to optimize your landing page. But at some point, you will run out of new ideas or new redesigns of your landing page and, and you're mostly optimized. And then you have to come up with a new idea, a new campaign, a new product, a new service or whatsoever to grow your business. Yeah, which is not to say, well, to be fair, I don't like, you know, kind of when conversion rate optimization is just collapsed to the activity of testing. I can appreciate what you're saying about testing velocity and winning percentages tests. Those are important testing metrics, but there's a lot more you could be doing to optimize your site from looking at your analytics, looking at your intra-page analytics and user behavior and applying like this is psychological and neuromarketing and behavioral economics yes. principles, right? So yes. there's a and changing your business model, maybe having different workflow behind the scenes. So you don't ask for a sale on your website. You might ask for a demo or you might ask for a white paper download. So there's a, you know, that may require you to, to make more fundamental changes, but it can be very powerful. So yes, split yes, testing yes. is not optimization. Split testing is just one of the possible ways to do optimization. It, it, it's only a small part. I always get this question after my talks on stage. Uh, oh, my, I'm below those 10,000 conversions per month. What should I do? I'm doomed. No, you're not. Because the model we use, like, fact and act, find, analyze, create, test, analyze, mm -hmm. conclude, tell. Test is only one out of seven phases. So the whole conversion study up front which combines, like you said, like data, user research, and so on. You can still do that part. The only thing you cannot do is test it. You right. just have to. You just. You have can to still get the insights. You can still implement it, and you know, and you won't get statistical certainty on whether it improved things. But hopefully, if you're spending a lot of time thinking about the user experience and changing and improving it, even without the crutch of being able to validate every single change, you'll still make progress, right? If yes, you're a small business. In that specific phase, you have to act more like an entrepreneur and take some risk and implement stuff and see if your sales goes up. Exactly right. Well, we're up on our, our final commercial break. And when we come back, I want to explore your creative side and the wild techno DJ days of Ton Wessling. We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Time now to hear some more LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Here's Tim Ash. Ton, Ton Wessling is my guest for the final 135th episode of Landing Page Optimization. Tom, before the break, we were talking about your sordid past and how you actually ended up in online marketing. So I know Europeans are pretty progressive, so I understand you were doing techno and you were a DJ doing techno back in the mid-90s. Is that right? Yeah, that's fully right. I fell in love with new beats and electro and techno music way back in 1988. Wow. Yeah, I remember you know the old days of Kraftwerk that kind of what started all of that techno stuff back in the day. Der fun, yeah. fun, fun after Autobahn. Uh, there, there you go. Your, your German is pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had so much fun being a DJ on stage. And nowadays, techno music is like the biggest Xbox product from the Netherlands. So I, I'm not sure if I'm in the right job now, but... <laughs> You're too early with the wave. <laughs> I was really early. I was like an early adapter. No, it, it was it was so much fun to be on stage, and I'm not able to play guitar or some other music instrument. Um, I was just able to get the records, and mix them all together, create this new symphony of sounds, where people had fun too. They started dancing and relaxing and laughing and having fun all together, and that way of entertaining was, was really special. But I also had my radio show back then, and for the radio show, I created my first little website in like 1996, and then I fell in love with the internet. And being able to create stuff on the web, creating your own little website, and you could see people coming through your website by looking at your log files on your web server, to me, it felt like the same way of entertaining people. If, if I create something good on the web, people will use it, and if they like it, they will return and keep on using it. And so that, it's all about understanding your audience and, and catering to their needs. I think that's the one thing DJing and kind of online marketing have in common, right, is the focus on, on the audience. You, you want to just make people happy and have a great time. And that's the thing I started to do with my own websites. And then I ended up having a business into optimizing websites for other people. But that's still the main goal. If I get some user feedback from a website that's optimized, telling me that, wow, this was a way better experience, I'm really happy with the changes you made. That's the best compliment I can get. That doesn't well, and that's the same thing. You know, you, on the one hand, you can look out into the audience. You can see how full the dance floor is or the energy of the people. And in the same way, we can look at our analytics or qualitative insights and say, oh, are people bouncing off this page and leaving? Obviously, they're not happy. So in a way, it's a, you know, there's a lot of parallels. Uh, you're optimizing the user experience based on available information and intuition, right? It's the same thing like I'm now running in my businesses. I'm now more like an entrepreneur instead of like the website optimizer. I still optimize and help teams, but I'm mostly running the business. But with running the business, it's the same thing. We have some great, talented people inside the company working for us. I just want to make them happy and and explore and, and get something out of the talent and grow and have fun at work. 
Okay, so if you had to just back to things that you're doing at testing.agency, if you had to give one tip to companies that are struggling with their testing program to save them pain, to learn from your experience, to learn from the price you've had to pay, what would you tell them? Start simple. If you still have to start your conversion program, um, and if you're going through all the articles online now on the web, on blogs or magazines, they all talk about applying psychological insights and statistical significance and whatsoever. Just start with optimizing on a very easy scale. Start changing headlines. Even start changing button colors. Even if everyone is telling you, don't do this. Even start testing your rotating better stuff or whatsoever. As long as you get this culture of experimenting and continuous optimization in the DNA of your company. Once you succeeded in that specific part, which is a really hard part to do, so keep it simple. Once you succeeded in this part, then you can start bringing in more quality, uh, making bigger changes, uh, letting go of the button copy color changes, uh, start applying more psychology. So start simple. All right. So I guess the best way to sum it up is a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. There you go, Tim. <laughs> All right. Well, well Tony, if people want to reach you at your company or at upcoming events that you're going to be speaking at later this fall, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm uh, Tan W. That's Tan with an N, not, not an M. It's the Dutch Tan. You can email me at onlinedirect.com. And I'll be, of course, at Conversion Hotel, which is my only event in the Netherlands. It's going to be November 18, 19, and 20 this year. It's going to be fun on the island the whole weekend. But I'll be around the Conversion Jam in, in Sweden, Conversion Summit in, in Frankfurt, and, of course, the Conversion Conferences in uh, Berlin and, uh, and London. Yeah, fantastic. So if you want to catch Don, uh, one of the top optimizers uh, in Europe, I guess uh, pretty much any optimization event, including our own London and Berlin shows at the end of October, early November, check it out, conversionconference.com. And uh, normally, uh, you know, I would I want to thank you, Tom, for being on the show. Normally, I'd sign off with see you on the flip side uh, with our audience. I want to thank you all for listening in and being along for this six or seven year ride that we've been on. But I won't be seeing you on the flip side. Despite that, please keep optimizing and keep the faith. This is Tim Ash, uh, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization, signing off. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 